And we're back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. My name is Jay coming to you live with Gerald Bentley. We have an amazing show for you today because we have a special guest, an insider, an insider of the auto financing world, and you are going to learn all kinds of tips today. Gerald, are you ready to do this? Yeah, let's get started. Let's go. Have you ever felt like you were taken for a ride while buying, selling, or repairing your car? Well, not anymore. I'm Jay, and this is the podcast to tell you what to watch out for, whether you are buying, selling, or repairing your car. With over 26 years of automotive experience, we are the Auto Authorities. This podcast is sponsored by iAutoAgent.com. We're real estate agents for cars. Yeah, we're back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. We are going to be learning about auto financing insider secrets because we have an insider with us today and we're going to meet her here in a second. But before we get going, I want to thank our sponsors, iAutoAgent.com. That's I like integrity, AutoAgent.com. At iAutoAgent, they are real estate agents for cars that help individuals and they also help businesses sell their vehicles at no cost, market, list, show the vehicle, and you get a check at the end. And when you want to find that amazing car for your family or you're a business and you have to find that hard-to-find fleet vehicle, iAutoAgent will do that for you too. They'll deal with the dealers and even arrange for that vehicle to be driven right to your house or business. And we have Gerald Bentley with Dealership Rescued. It is an amazing uh, company that will help really make dealerships better people, wouldn't you say, Gerald? Yeah, you know, really just trying to dial things in and respond to where the customers are now because so many dealerships, they do what they do because it's what they've always done. And with the changes in the market, like we're going to talk about with Megan here, that's not a good plan because there's an enormous difference in the car market today versus where it was five years ago. There just is. And then you can also check out Wrestling with Sales on YouTube. A lot of success, a lot of motivational. This week, I'm talking with Adrian Gomez. He moved from Arizona to Shanghai, China to teach English. And now he is the president and CEO of the biggest pro wrestling, American-style pro wrestling company in China. They're streaming worldwide. He started it himself from a school teaching job. So really good success story a guy who uh had a passion for something and he made it work that's on youtube now and if you are just tuning in you can literally watch us live on facebook group page all you have to click is join group button and you can watch us live at 2 p.m on tuesday i'm sorry 12 p.m central time on tuesday and you can watch our pretty faces on youtube the auto authorities Definitely subscribe to that because we are getting 30,000 plus views every single week because we have great information and we have 19 other different channels. If you're just driving to work and you just want to listen to us, you can go to iTunes, you can go to the autoauthorities.com and it can give you all 19 different channels that we're on because we're worldwide. That is correct. Now, I have said enough. I want to personally introduce Megan Houlihan with Neighbors Credit Union. This lady I've known for a really, really long time. 
if there is a such thing as an expert in the auto financing world, this is the person you want to listen to. Not all the things that you hear on the inter uh, internet or the radio. She's going to tell us straightforward now what's going on in this auto financing world and give us insider secrets. Welcome, Megan. Thank you. Hey Thank you. <laughs> so uh, I'm thrilled to be on here. I have listened to the podcast for a while now. And like Jay said, I've known him for a while. Um, my name is Megan Houlihan and I'm with Neighbors Credit Union. I am a market manager and I've been with the credit union for 10 years. So with that being said, I have seen the market go up and down and all around and I've seen the ins and the outs of it. And I'm really excited to share what knowledge I have today on this podcast and just kind of let everybody know what's going on out there. Yes. And she has just an amazing background. Megan, before we begin, I really want everybody to understand what is the difference between a credit union and a bank? Yeah. So um, for credit unions have only really been well known for the past 10 to 15 years. So credit unions, they're non-for-profit institutions and we're owned and operated by the members and their cooperatives. So banks are for profit and either privately owned or publicly traded. Credit unions, we serve our field of membership or a common bond, and they're limited to who they actually serve. Credit union board of directors, they're volunteer positions, and so they're filled by members of the actual credit union. And then also credit unions, they typically have lower fees, lower loan rates, and then higher deposit rates. I think that's well said. And yeah. so in your mind, like, so... Gerald and I have been talking about this for a while. Banks are shutting down like left and right. Like how is in like rising interest rates affected neighbors credit union as it relates to like auto financing? Yeah. So that's a really good question, actually. Um, auto loans have remained one of our core pieces and it's still one of our most requested products across the board. So we've seen a slight slow in the applications, but we're also realizing that members are pretty much holding on to their existing vehicles longer because of the market. And it's taking longer than usual for members to find a vehicle to purchase due to the lingering you know, supply chain issues and the low inventories. We've all passed those car dealerships that have nothing sitting in their lots right now. So uh, we continue to just meet our members when, where, and how they want, meaning they can either apply online, they can apply, apply in person, or they can even apply at the dealership now. So you're working with uh, a cuddle-like system for dealers out there, credit union direct lending. So somebody in the area, they can go to a dealership, and if they're a member at Neighbors Credit Union, they can ask the dealership to submit to them, right? Yep, Absolutely. Interesting. Very, Which can very be super valuable because that way they can get access to, you know, another source. Whereas in years past, people would go to the dealership and they'd say, oh, well, hey, I got to check my bank. And then it, it slows everything down. It takes it maybe three, four days for them to get back. And in this market, the car may be sold. Absolutely. And to your point, you know, it's making everything quicker and easier. Back in the day, it used to be a couple of days process, right? You had to go to your financial institution, apply for the loan. You had to wait a couple of days, get the 
process back to you. And by that time, is the car gone? Have they jacked up the prices? Now everything is done in the same day, pretty much. You get the application over, you get approved right then and there, you're walking away with your vehicle. Very cool. So, so let's talk about like, once somebody gets a loan and let's say they're not able to pay for it, like we're just hearing all this stuff, like the increased delinquency, uh, increasing repossessions. What advice do you have for consumers to like keep up with their auto loan payments? Absolutely. So that's another really good question because I think that we see that really high in the market right now. So our advice is first and foremost, contact your lender immediately. Don't wait until you've missed a payment or two payments. Ask for assistance. You know, be forthright with what you believe your ability to repay is and when. We can always look at everything and evaluate your situation. Um, I think evaluate your spending. So looking in all those areas where you can maybe cut back or reposition and then evaluate your income, you know, consider adding maybe a part-time job to supplement your income. All those are really great ideas. Um, consider selling your vehicle. You know, sure. nobody says that you have to keep that vehicle forever and a day. You know, if you're not upside down on the vehicle's value and what your remaining loan balance is and to purchase maybe a less expensive alternative. So um, if all of those options fail, then you can consider a voluntary repossession. And in turn, you can return the vehicle to your lender. Um, you might have to, you know, you might pay a little less in fees, but in the long run, I think it's going to save you. So I, you know, a voluntary repossession, I don't think a lot of people know about, but that is an option that's out there. And I think it's going to save you in fees in the long run. Are you noticing a big uptick in repossessions? Because I would, I would hope that people are taking the time to go and get their cars bid on. I, I know I've talked with dealerships and that's been a, a great way to actually add used car inventory because most people who bought cars three, four years ago, they do have positive equity right now. Unless yeah. they bought a Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, pretty much every other brand, the equity is going up because they're still not available. I don't think that we've actually seen an uptick in it. Um, I think this, the market for repossessions have stayed pretty steady throughout the past 10 years, at least that I've been in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, but you're always going to have those high points and those low points. But I think throughout the past 10 years, we've, <laughs> we personally have seen just a steady impact on it. But, and obviously during these last few years, there was a market interruption because there were no repossessions for a couple of years during COVID. They stopped them. So now you're going to see an uptick just because some of those cars, people just flat couldn't pay. Now it's time to pay them back. I really appreciate that. I mean, that that's really, really good information to share with people because I know that that's a huge topic. And for those of you just tuning in, we are talking about the auto financing insider secrets. We've got Megan Houlihan, who's, a, who's just an absolute expert in this industry and really sharing with us the real deal out there, not, not the stuff that we read on the internet or listen to on the radio. And as, as you listen to this you know, this show, I want you to leave comments below, whether you're on 
the YouTube channel, the Auto Authorities, whether you're on the Auto Authorities podcast over on um, Facebook, whether you're just on iTunes, if you have questions, leave them below in the comments because not only can, can Megan answer them, we can answer them for you because there's a lot of questions out there. And, and now, like, they're even talking about raising rates again this month. Oh, my goodness. Like, what is the Fed thinking, right? Yeah, I mean, here, scrolling on the bottom of the page, and I don't know if you've seen this, Megan, the average national used car rate for last month was 13.9%. That's... Yeah. That's just un- that was unheard of a couple of years ago because the Fed funds rate was functionally zero. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, and we were discussing this for a little while is, Gerald, I know you get this. You get lots of people that want to buy these older cars, too. Mm-hmm. They don't have warranties on them. They're like, I want the cheapest car and uh, I want the lowest payment. The cheapest car is going to be an older car. And Megan, let's let's set the record straight right now. If somebody wants an older car with higher miles, what is your recommendation for them? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty straightforward. Um, you know, I'll elaborate a little bit on that. But, you know, cheaper isn't always better, right? You're going to have um, more issues with those vehicles. The older you get, the harder it's going to be to find parts for those vehicles, which ultimately you're going to be taking more money out of your pocket in the long run than if you were to buy a newer vehicle that, it, you know, it might be a little higher priced, but we can also stretch those payments out. You know, we work with people day in and day out and we try and fit them in the right price range for what they're looking for, the right vehicle for their needs. And, you know, Older isn't always better, um, unless you're talking to a 16-year-old. <laughs> but, you, you know, then you want to put them in a safe vehicle. So I think that's really important, too. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what what type of programs do you have at Neighbors Credit Union that could be a really good fit for maybe somebody that wants to keep their payments down and they want something reliable? So that's also a really good question. I'm glad you asked that. So currently, (laughs) currently we're offering, it's a summer special. So typically when you do auto financing, you're looking at maybe the longest term being 72 months, maybe 78, 84. Uh, Right now, Neighbors Credit Union, we're offering a 96 month term auto loan. Wow. Yeah. Right. I'm going to say that again. Hold on. 96 month term auto loan. So the vehicle year, it has to be a 17, a 2017 or newer. Uh, the amount financed, it has to be at least 30,000, which 30,000 is nothing these days. Yeah, now it isn't. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, so the qualifying borrowers, they must have a credit score of 680 or better. And then we're also offering other summer specials and those discounts, we might be get we might be able to get you up to 1% off of your vehicle interest rate. Um, there's other products and services that we offer. And, you know, if you have automatic payments and things like that, we might be able to get you up to 1% off. So that's some really great deals we have going on right now. We've never heard of it and we've never done it before. So 
96 months, so eight-year loan, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's not crazy because the average car now goes 13 years. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really right there. Things are really changing. I was joking for, you know, I've been doing this over 26 years, and I said, you know, if these prices keep increasing on these cars, we're going to have 30-year fixed loans (laughs) on them. And because the prices have stayed higher, I can see how that 96 month makes sense for people because for the most part, most people do have equity in their vehicles, at least right now. And there's a shortage of vehicles available, not available, not, not like just available. There's not a shortage of vehicles. There's a shortage of vehicles available because people are holding on to these cars because they don't want to get into another loan. But what a beautiful program that is. Wow. Folks, are you listening to this? This is something so different. I've never heard this. Gerald, have you heard this in your 22 years? Cadillac. uh, Cadillac for a little while. Uh, It would have been about probably 2015. They were doing 96-month loans on Escalades and XTs. So you had to get a, it had to be an SUV. And I think it was a minimum of 80,000. So they were the, they were the big boy cars, but they were trying to squeeze into a payment. And you can blame Canada for it because in Canada, right now, you can do a 120 month loan or a 72 month lease, which is, which seems crazy, but they've been a little bit uh, ahead on the pricing curve from us because of all the value added taxes and everything. Their average car is always like 10, 12,000 more than ours. So yeah, if the cars are going to last, the banks are going to banks, credit unions, they're going to find their way, right? The cars last in 13 years. Why not loan it longer? Megan in two minutes or less, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking, you know, obviously Gerald and I do this because we don't like to pe- people to get scammed when they're going to buy vehicles if somebody's going to purchase a vehicle, because a lot of people are going to private owners now, um, trying to save some money, but sometimes they make a big mistake when they are going to a private owner, especially when the private owner has a lien on the vehicle. Can you give us just in a, in a nutshell, what should you do if you're buying a vehicle, you want to finance it, but it, let's say that the, the seller has a lien on the vehicle. Yeah. So uh, first and foremost, you're going to want the vehicle's VIN number. You want to make sure that you're doing all the checks in the background to make sure all your checks and balances are correct. Um, You're going to want to make sure that you look up maybe during like Kelly Blue Book or Edmunds to make sure that they're asking a fair asking price. And then um, if they do have an existing lien on the vehicle, we're going to call. So you're going to call your financial institution and we're going to call and we're going to verify the payoff and we're going to make sure that everything's legit. Um, We ask that you meet at the financial institution, one, for security purposes, you don't know who's selling that vehicle. And two, we're going to make sure that we're cutting checks appropriately to pay that vehicle off. You know, there's nothing worse than somebody um, not paying that vehicle off. You're not getting the title in the mail. And so we just ask that, you know, you put your trust in your financial institution and let us handle all the hard stuff and make sure that you get taken care of the right way and that everything is legit and, you know, good going forward so you don't get in a buying down the road. That's very well said. 
uh, you know, Megan, th- this has just been an incredible, uh, incredible show. And for everybody that's listening, leave those comments below. Go, go to the Auto Authorities YouTube page and you leave comments. Like, what questions do you have? Are you looking to buy a car? Are you looking to sell a car? Hey, if you're looking to go buy a car, guess who you can go see? Megan Houlihan with Neighbors Credit Union. Megan, how can people get a hold of you uh, if if they do want to like learn more about how they can get a, a loan? Absolutely. So um, I can be reached directly through my phone at work. And the number there is 314-892-5400. And then my extension is 16004. They can also reach me by, by email, which is mhoulihan at neighborscu.org. Email is the best way to get a hold of me. We can answer questions back and forth. I always have my email up. I'm emailing members on weekends, on Sundays, and you know whatever day of the week, because we want to make sure that they get taken care of, because the credit union philosophy is people helping people, and that's what sure. we do. And what we're going to also do is we're going to put in our show notes, Megan's contact information. So if you want to get that loan and, and we have just talked about amazing products, uh, anything else from you, Gerald, today that I've missed? Yeah. Hey, not, nothing that we missed, but just one thing that I think is a kind of a, a secret weapon of credit unions for people that are going to dealerships. If the dealership tells you, hey, we can't get this car financed. Ask the dealership if they're on Cuddle. That's what the car dealerships use to submit deals to credit unions, credit union direct lending. They can do it as easy as they can submit to their own bank. And the reason you're going to want to do that is if you're on a used car and the dealership tells you the advance is too high, we can't get it done. The reason why it's a secret weapon for credit union, every bank uses NADA, JD Power, Clean Trade, or Black Book Clean Trade to value their loans. Credit unions use NADA, J.D. Power, retail. In some cases, a car that a bank would decline or tell you you need four or $5,000 down to get approved, credit union says yes. It's that big of a difference, and only credit unions do it. So if you're out looking to buy a car, the dealership tells you you can't get it, ask them to submit it to a credit union. If you're in the St. Louis area, submit it to Neighbors Credit Union. But That's yeah, right. Big, Big, big difference with credit unions versus banks. Well, Megan, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I've, I've, I've actually gotten a lot out of this. I know our audience has. And would you come back uh, at a later time to talk more? Absolutely. You guys All have right. been fantastic. I love it. Terrific. All right. Thanks for being such an avid listener and watcher of the Auto Authorities podcast. I'm Jay Grossman, Gerald Bentley, Megan Houlihan, signing off. Peace.